This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, buddy. So, uh, yeah, we're all set. Uh, kicking off uh, October with a bang. And uh, we're going to watch uh, Truth or Dare. Oh, our first uh, documentary. Uh no, it's uh, it's 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 not a documentary. Mm, well, it's our first uh, concert film, I guess. Oh <laughs> no, I see what you're. No, it's 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 Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare. Oh, I didn't know Bloomhouse made the uh, made Madonna Truth or Dare. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy. She was nuts back no, then. No, we had a lot to talk it, about. Um, it, it Bloomhouse didn't exist uh, then. In fact, I'm pretty sure uh, Jason Bloom probably would have had to s- sneak in uh, to see Madonna's Truth or Dare. No, no, no. This one is uh, this one's just atrocious. Well, I mean, yeah, sneaking in. I mean, that's how he got all those great shots. Like, there's lots of cool, like, spy cam shots. And there's, I think, I, I think she's even he, naked he, in the he movie. He would have at one been point. underage, and his production company would not have existed at that time. I, Jason, do you think Jason Bloom is a Time Lord? Um. Well, has he ever been owned by Keanu Reeves in the Lake House? No. Okay, well, maybe he. I could. I still think he's. Maybe that that could be the case. But anyway, Nathan, I don't know why we're going through this roundabout just to get to the fact that we were going to do Madonna's Truth okay, or Dare. Okay. Like that's a this, cool this idea. Movie doesn't I'm have in. Madonna in it. It has uh, Jeff from the Goldbergs in a minor supporting role, uh, and just about nobody else. Uh, oh, but it it does have uh, one thing that you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the visual effect for the monster, which we don't really see, is just the it, they look like total plastic surgery disasters. Oh, is it done practically? No, no. Well, no, like with with CG, but everybody who has one looks like they've had a horrendous plastic surgery cock up. All right, old dogs. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I apologize for the audio right off the bat. Oh, stop it. I'm in a new place. I'm in a new place, and it's a little echoey, and it's a little weird. Uh, I'm still trying to figure this shit out. (sighs) It's no different, though, because Nathan is uh, constantly belittling me while I talk. Oh, that's kind of what I do. But uh, this is a podcast called What Were They Thinking? I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. And uh, we are continuing Schlocktober this month. Last last week was, of course, the happening. <laughs> uh, this week 
is uh, a movie, a very special movie, close to Nathan's heart that he picked for us. Uh, maybe in that it, it winds up perfectly with our beliefs uh, as far as this podcast goes. We are talking, of course, about Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare. Not Madonna's Truth or Dare. No. No. My bad. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're bad indeed. <laughs> Nathan, this is a... I like Bloomhouse. I do overall, too. For the most part. But not everyone is a hit. No. Uh, I mean, they just did Ma that was really good. Yeah. Uh, technically, they're behind Get Out, although I don't think they did much creatively behind Get Out. And, yeah, they have a pretty decent track record. This is a little blip. Yes. It's, it's not very good. <laughs> no. no. So, I don't know if you know this, but do you know what the budget for this film was? $5 million. 3.5. Oh, that's made on the cheap. Not too bad. Do you know how much it made? Uh, something stupid like $117 million. Yeah, you're a little over, but it still did make $95 million. Which means we're probably going to get a sequel. That's that's almost... That's a, that's a ridiculous percentage. <laughs> <laughs> that's like 133% or something like that. Way more than that. Way. Oh, you're yeah, you're you know undershooting I mean. it. I mean 1,000%. It's like 1,000, yeah. Yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> Uh, return on that. Even if that's just the production budget and it was like, what, $8 million? That's still like ridiculous. Well, actually, let's see. It'll be a 1,000% Re- return on that would have been about, uh, what, um, uh, $30 million? Yeah. So a <laughs> oh, 3,000 return. This might be, this might be the best performing film in terms of percentages we've ever done. But not, like, tomato-wise. Oh, no. 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 No, 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 um, the only thing I have to say is that Violet Bean, who plays Marky in the film, is the only one that is uh, close to age appropriate because <laughs> she's actually 21. Everyone else is like 30. <laughs> yeah. But that- well, Jeff's in it. He plays a teenage. He was playing a teenager on the Goldbergs like for quite some time. Yeah. So. Everybody, even Lucy Hale, I think, is like 30 years old or something when this came out. So, Nathan, what the fuck is this movie about? Well, uh, uh, a bunch of uh, fun-loving college students and one stick in the mud who wants to build houses for house- Habitat for Humanity on her spring break. What a, what uh, a head on down. I know, right? Head on down to good old Mexico for a spring break and get roped into playing a game of truth or dare uh, that is possessed and full of dire consequences. Uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> that's about all I got to say. We're going to break it down. So, I mean, that's that's the that's the broad strokes for this thing. Mm-hmm. So let's start with our Terminator opening. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the desert, middle of nowhere. The, we got uh, a girl that we haven't met yet pulls up to a gas station <laughs> and just burns it down. 
wrestling reference secured. Damn, got it early. She goes into this uh, bodega gas station uh, deal, and uh, she you just hear the disembodied voice, truth or dare, and then we see her burn the place down, and boom, smash cut to uh, <laughs> the credits or somewhat. Uh, no, we don't, we don't go to the credits yet. First, we have... Uh, we get to meet our main folk. Yeah, and I, um, I, they want you to know that this main girl, she is a good person. And you know that right away because not only is she like, you know, I'm the lead actress and I'm just going to be sweet to everyone. She is goddamn going to volunteer for Habitat for Humanity. On her spring break. Yeah. yeah. It's the most like, it's the most I've ever seen a movie. Well, not maybe not ever, but the close to the most I've ever seen a movie, like really push at the beginning. Like guys, you like her. Okay. <laughs> you like her, which boggles my mind because of some later things, but we'll get into that later. I, I don't know if I, if I met a college student who said they wanted to spend their spring break with Jimmy Carter, I would just be like, I don't, you, I don't trust you. <laughs> but I think the movie thinks... That that's a way to endear her. Yeah, it's supposed to make her angelic, and so right away you know who's supposed to be our final girl. Mm-hmm. And we get to meet her and her super progressive and slash diverse group of uh, friends or body bag fillers. It's almost like a studio set it up that way. Right. <laughs> it's the most like, ooh, we need one of each. Yeah. <laughs> get me central casting on the line. <laughs> So yeah, we meet uh, Marky and uh, I don't. I, I the only other one I can really remember off the top of my head right now is Tyson. Tyson is the asshole. Marky is yes. the best friend. Best friend. Uh, yeah. Penelope is the asshole's girlfriend. Yes. Who for some reason I don't know why she stays with him. That's the only. That honestly, that's the only descriptor I have. Asshole's girlfriend. <laughs> She's a drunk, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. She drinks vodka, brand vodka. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Oh, there's the gay Asian guy. The gay Asian guy. Of course. Yeah. You got to have your gay Asian. Your gay Asian. Um, <laughs> and, and then the... Uh, am I missing someone? Oh, the best friend's boyfriend. Yes. Lucas. Lucas, who apparently yeah. is on Teen Wolf, I think. I don't the show no something like that. I, I think I read I, he was from some some CW show. Yeah, well, it shows in his acting choices. I'm just gonna leave that at that. <laughs> He's not great. <laughs> not really. No. We we get to meet all of them. We find out that Marky is is trying to talk uh, our final girl into ditching on Habitat for Humanity. And go party with them in Mexico. And she's like, oh, I already signed up. And Marky's like, yeah, but I unsigned you up. Told him you had shingles. <laughs> As friends do. Yeah, I mean, that, that you can tell there's like a strong friendship right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, such a nice thing to do for your friends. No, I unsigned you up for that charity thing that you, that, you know, you base your whole life around. No, I just, yeah. I just took you out of that. Let's go to Mexico, get drunk. And so right away we we know this is this is. Uh, uh, Marky's fault right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at, as we, like you said, we meet all of her diverse uh, justice friends. and uh, Bloomhouse's Justice League. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> It'd be like a canon film production. It'd oh, be delightful. my God. Bloomhouse just combined all their horror characters into like an Avengers movie. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Oh, I got a, I got a fun tidbit for you later. Ooh, an interesting one. 
An interesting tidbit. Sweet. Yeah. Well, actually, I think it's more of a fun tidbit or it's an interesting fact. Oh, oh, oh wow. Totally decided. <laughs> okay. So, so we go to our credits. Uh, and right away, we know these people are terrible because they keep shooting in viral video. Or not virtual video. Or vertical video. Mm-hmm. Snapchat and things and all that. All the Vertical. Like. Yeah, I can forgive all that. I can't forgive vertical video. <laughs> well, actually, you know, now that you... Since we're at this part, Nathan, I should mention that apparently this was uh, just shot by the cast. They just sent them to Mexico and said, hey, here, do this. Shoot some footage of you guys partying. We'll use that as the opening. Okay, so they're the worst. Um, <laughs> and actually, the opening... Reminded me a lot of the opening credits for the Chernobyl Diaries. Well, in the opening of the Chernobyl Diaries, it's a horror movie. You know it's a horror movie going in. Uh, and the same with this one. Uh, but the opening credits has got like a really fun poppy song while they're all having fun. And you're just looking at it like you're going to be filling body bags by the end of this movie. You know they're not all making it out alive. I Is at this point we kind of get our first red flag. Uh, one person wrote the story... Uh, and four people wrote the screenplay. I know. Even in theaters when I saw that, I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So they're all getting their party on uh, at by themselves or down in Mexico, having a good time. And out of nowhere, like an RKO, they're the pest of a student that goes to their school with them uh, shows up. I can't remember because I just kept calling him Ronnie. I just kept calling him Jeff because that's what I know him as. (laughs) And he shows up as uh, disgusting pervy Jeff Mm. uh, who's, you know, trying to hit on our final girl. Uh, And to at that point, uh, she is kind of white knighted by a. well, let's just be honest, the low-rent Daniel Radcliffe yes, knockoff. Yes, thank you. I literally wrote down American Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, he he defends her, and uh, they, they get the chatting, and the night goes on. And then as the bar is closing down, their friends want, her friends want to continue to drink. I believe that was spurned on by Penelope, because we need to know that she is indeed a sauce hound. So, I mean, you... I mean, Brendan, would you go... Somewhere strange with somebody you just met um, in a foreign country. No. Okay. They do. Yeah. So, again, uh, spoiler alert for an upcoming award show, Too Dumb to Live, everyone. Every single one (laughs) of them. Every single one. Uh, It was at this point where I was halfway, I'm halfway expecting them to retcon this Mm. into the Conjuring verse. (laughs) In some way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know, because it does have a lot of the stuff that goes into those Conjuring movies. You know, there's a, a, the unexplained occult. There's the church tie-in. Of course, they're Catholic. So and that really plays into the Ed and Lorraine Warren thing. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. They're just missing the writing, the directing, the acting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, man, I don't even know if Vera Farmiga... And Patrick Wilson could have saved this. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think there was anyone in this that was doing any saving. <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh, you know, Scary Potter uh, takes them to... <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> takes them to this abandoned church. Again, in the outskirts, in the wilds of Mexico. Which, to look at it right away, I mean, I know 
uh, I'm, a, I'm a, I think I'm a fairly reasonable individual, and I, I'm aware, or I don't feel that uh, ghosts exist in the way that they exist in this movie. Mm-hmm. I would still be like, yeah, not going there, not going there. It's abandoned, so there's all kinds of places that you can murder me, and it's abandoned, so no one's going to hear my screams. To buy into this premise, you have to accept the fact that everyone in this movie is a total dummy. He's a <laughs> well, stone-cold dumb-dumb. Yeah, they, uh, and they they show it in spades. Well, and can I just say that uh, it's a good thing that uh, <laughs> Scary Potter knew exactly how many people he was going to round up because he had the exact right amount of chairs ready. Even when Ronnie shows up later... <laughs> he still has the exact amount of chairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, our uh, final girl is stumbling around, uh, looking around, and she finds uh, a bunch of, well, I thought they were canopic jars, um, and they stunk. And so I'm like, okay, so even if he <laughs> wasn't going to murder you, you found these jars that stink of death with skull faces on them. This place is haunted. Like, uh, there's so many red flags. <laughs> yeah. The and they they you should they should have just run screaming for the door, but they didn't. Uh, uh, they all uh sit down, and uh, uh they take some selfies. Uh, cause Ronnie shows up or Jeff, Jeff shows up and he's like, uh, Oh, don't forget to tag me in that, bro. Oh my so. god, he's gonna be one of those fifty year olds with Hawaiian shirts all the time, isn't he? Well, not after this movie, he's not. Well, I mean, you know, if <laughs> <Yeah>. that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they sit down and start to play a fun little game of uh, Truth or Dare at the request of Scary Potter. Which everybody's just like, that's a that's 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 dumb. I don't want to play the dumb kids game. And uh, Olivia or Final Girl or whatever is like, oh, come on, it'll be fun. They're like, all right, fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it took. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we get to see some, you know, uh, I don't know, some, you know, dumb truth or dare stuff. Uh, Light lesbian play. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff has to do a lap dance uh, for the gay Asian fellow. No, he does it for Tyson. Oh, okay. Yeah, because then Tyson's like, yeah, man. And he's like, ew, dude, I can't do this for a dude. I want to do it for the ladies. I like the ladies, man. I'm all about them. Okay. He's the worst. Uh, of course, I was at Lucas goes streaking, mm. and Tyson turns into a full blown asshole for no reason. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Hey, uh, Final Girl, why don't you uh, why don't you admit that you love Lucas, or or do you know that uh, Final Girl loves your boyfriend?" And she's like, "What? No." <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great? <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> Uh, so of course this whole thing sets off Olivia, our final girl, uh, fighting with not only Tyson, but there's also some ice between her and, uh, uh, Marky. Mm. So that my note here is there's, this is far too much drama or character development for a movie like this. (laughs) Oh, just wait. (laughs) Yeah. Right. This is where we find out, uh, that uh, they're in a murder church. Yep, and uh, because they do the uh, the the truth or dare thing, uh, Scary Potter selects truth, and uh, Olivia says, "Well, why did you, you know, uh, why did you want to play truth or dare?" So no, were you, no, Marky asks, "What are your intentions with our fair Olivia?" Mm-hmm. 
And then he has to spell out his plan and why he did what he did. Which, you know, for me, despite all the stupidity going forth, uh, going coming before this, rather, and going forth, of course, uh, <laughs> I do love a good rules horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like one where they, they, they set it out quite plainly and simply for you so you understand the existence that uh that this world or this game exists in yeah and i think uh for that reason i actually have a harder time with uh some movies that a lot of people like like a lot of like argento movies and stuff like i feel like there's there's no real internal logic right no real rhyme or reason yeah and this one here this the one one of the one saving graces it has is that it explains uh the rules of the game quite clearly however uh the demon in charge often cheats uh several times and these rules sometimes get flat out ignored mm-hmm. <sighs> but what can you do uh this is where we get the first kind of look at the uh the face effect oh boy and like like i said at the top it's it's old dogs. <laughs> it's the same thing in old dogs when they take the drugs and their faces get all contorted. And that was yeah. played for laughs. Scary laughs, but laughs. Yeah. Uh, and let's see what do we get here. Oh, my next note is, uh, oh, the gay Asian dude is talking to Olivia about Kimberly, his imaginary Canadian girlfriend who is, sen- is essentially his beard mm. uh, for uh, his uh, conservative police father or as he calls him my overbearing homophobic father which this whole thing is like this whole conversation is super like expositional but and and you know spoiler alert for jumping ahead it turns out it's not that big a deal to the dad apparently right but we'll get to that this is where she starts uh olivia will start seeing all the truth or dare graffito tags it's um <laughs> really really good really dumb now this is the, uh, you know, the uh, Olivia. She starts getting a little tripped out, freaked out. She, uh, they, she heads home, mm-hmm. and Tyson is there with his, uh, with his girlfriend, uh, drinking Penelope. And uh, they are starting to kind of just start to patch up the hard feelings they have left over from Mexico because when Tyson outed. Olivia, I sound like I'm explaining a CW drama. I really do. Man, if you took out the horror stuff, that's what this is. Yeah. So Tyson Tyson outed Olivia uh, to Marky about liking Lucas. Uh, <laughs> Olivia then dared Tyson to stop selling uh, per- faked prescriptions to freshmen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fine, I'll just sell them to underclassmen. Right. Uh, he writes her a, a fake prescription. And uh, she goes, you know, you're not a doctor. And he says, oh, that's not what my lucky pen says. <laughs> the only reason why I'm explaining all this is because it leads up to something that kind of bothered me. Uh, and uh, it's where Penelope says, I thought I was your lucky pen. I'm sorry. You have a vagina. She would be his lucky inkwell. <laughs> also, like, I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's a real, like, nice thing to say. Like, you're my lucky pen, babe. <laughs> Like thanks? because she no no there's no pen. I mean, she, well, she's an inkwell. It's what you put the pen in. Oh yeah, that for sure. Um, one hundred percent. The logic and that makes no sense. But also, just like a pen is not really like that endearing. Like, like you know, you say, oh, you're my little. She's drunk though. I mean, <laughs> you quit the alcohol. I'll give you a better pet name. Uh, 
I, I will say this about the demon. He has excellent lettering skills. Mm. Like the graffiti and all the like handwritten notes, they all look just like just artisanly crafted, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's it's in this day and age it's real hard to get find a demon that'll actually take the time to make an effort. Yeah, and forget about finding a demon that knows calligraphy. Oh, like my God. completely. It, it, right? It's crazy though, because you think calligraphy yeah. is such an old uh is such an old thing and these demons are old. Like, come on. Yeah, but no, standards have slid, my friend. It's a it's a it's the only thing, it's the only real negative thing I could say about this world. The only one. The yeah. only one. Otherwise oh, flawless. Because everything else is flawless, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh because up next we find out that Marky has baggage uh, about her dad mm-hmm. being uh, unfortunately dead uh, from a suicide yes um, this is I just want to note we've done a lot of movies <laughs> in a row with this theme <laughs> well maybe not in a row but I mean faithful findings the happening this <laughs> so now we now Marky and, and Olivia are starting to kind of warm up to each other again um, since my uh, dad took his life you've been my only family we're a real <laughs> Betty and Joan Oh, they they were a real Betty and Joan, yeah, yeah. and they want to get back, right? Because, because hey, all the college students these days are referencing the feud between uh, Ben Davis and Joan Crawford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially like, especially like year the I believe uh, before the miniseries came out. <laughs> yes, this was before the miniseries came out. So that makes it even weirder. Yeah, so let lets you know who the what the average age on the writer in this thing was. <laughs> Fucking Olivia De Havilland consulted. <laughs> yeah. Uh where are we at now? Oh, they're friends again. Uh, they went. Uh, went was where we get another insight into Penelope's propensity for drinking because Marky goes and scores a couple of mojitos for her and Olivia to toast their rekindled friendship uh, and they, they're strong. They are strong. Penelope strong. must have mixed these. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know she has a drinking problem? <laughs> oh my god, it's hammered so hard in this movie. <laughs> right? Then when it happens later, I was like yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I don't need to be reminded again. Uh. And this is, uh, then we find out how truly thirsty old Jeff is, uh, or Ronnie, if you're following along with the real names that are in the movie. Oh, well, I think first, uh, Olivia gets her friend Matt again, though, right? Oh, because no, she was the library. No, it happens right after. Oh, okay. Uh, because she's, she's going to, she's going out and then she sees Truth or Dare etched into her car. Mm-hmm. And she sees Jeff talking to some of his dude bro buddies, and she goes up and she starts flipping out at him, saying, you know, it must be him. You're the only one near my car. It's scratched into my car. He doesn't see anything. Of course, she sees it. It's because of the demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole time she's freaking out and looking like a lunatic, he's still trying to pick her up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I like crazy. Thirsty ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Then, then she goes to the library, is confronted by a ton of, like, uh, like you said, old dog. I actually have uh, uh, shitty penny, Pennywise smiles. And uh, she says truth, and she yells out to everyone to hear in the library that Margie constantly cheats on Lucas. Dun, dun, dun. Did you say dumb, dumb, dumb? Because yes, yes it is. 
So up next, after that, uh, of course, they're um, they're fractured again as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronnie goes to the. It, I think this is when Ronnie goes to the bar, or Jeff goes to the bar. Oh, and it is the funniest goddamn scene in the movie, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> so he's again all thirsty at the bar, trying, and I don't mean needing a drink, hitting on every chick that he could find. Uh, this one is, you know, she's blowing him off, blowing him off, and uh, the the demon takes over her and asks old Jeff, truth or dare, he chooses dare, and the demon says, get up on the pool table and show everyone your junk, <laughs> and uh, he goes to do it, he's going to start doing it, and uh, someone's filming it, and of course he gets shy because they start making fun of the size of his junk. And he refuses to do the dare. Uh, well, we should ex- I should have explained earlier the rules for this game. Uh, truth or dare. Uh, you pick truth, you tell the truth, or you die. Do the dare or you die. Refuse to do the truth or the dare, and you die. Uh, this is Jeff refusing to do the dare, and the demon takes over his body uh, to make him try to kill himself on some pool cues. Uh, he is saved by some helpful barflies who turn him around and he immediately just goes fucking head first off the pool table, head first onto another pool table and breaks his neck. Crunch. Yep. And you know what? I have a feeling with this Jeff character, it's not the first time he's gone viral. <laughs> Probably not. Because they were they were filming it and then they threw it up on the interweb. I'm guessing he's had several viruses. I'm gonna say I w- I'm gonna say though if if it's gone on the uh, if it's going on the internet though, um, why does everyone get an alert? Like I just I don't understand like every everyone's phone's going off. The only thing I I can I can think is that someone they knew was alerting them or sending them like uh, it was posted in a group. That yeah. they're part of at school. It's the only thing I can think of. That's and I mean this happens in so many horror movies though. And this is where we get uh, one of our first instances of forced cool, mm. uh, because uh, Tyson sees it and he goes, "Bad break." And I'm like, "This is at least your acquaintance." <laughs> yeah, like that's hor- That's like, that's not even like realistically asshole. Like a realistically asshole. Like why would? How could this guy be so much of an asshole? But they're just like, "Yeah, you're with us. You're our friend." Yeah, I. It's it's. The attack on Olivia when they were playing Truth or Dare originally aside, if he's normally like this, he would not stay in my circle of friends for very long. No, he's likely a serial killer. <laughs> Probably. Um, but also, this is we got to mention Nathan because this is a scene where, when describing all the faces that Olivia saw earlier, she yeah. says, "quote It's like a bad Snapchat filter." Yeah. <sighs> you know why? Because it's a bad Snapchat filter. <sighs> you know yep. what? I think I read somewhere that the producer saw. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, or the guy who wrote this, or one of the writers, or whatever, saw like a uh, like a Snapchat filter and thought, "Ooh, that's scary," and that was the basis for this movie. Fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Olivia starts uh, positing theories at a crazy person rate of speed. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, this is, it's real, and this is how it's happening. But no one's buying it because she sounds like a lunatic. 
And and rightfully so. Like, I mean, if, if someone you knew started spouting off what she's saying, you'd be like, you're insane. Uh, go see a doctor. Yeah, we're just going to go for a ride. Uh, just get in the car. We're just going to go for a little... Oh, don't worry. Just going to go for a little ride. Just around but the corner. <laughs> Lucas is our next ally uh, in Olivia's uh, people who believe her camp mm. because he starts seeing the uh, graffiti that says truth or dare. Uh, he's ignoring it, uh, turns away from it, and then he gets the old, uh, it gets Truth or Dare burned into his arm, uh, and it actually reminded me of Nightmare on Elm Street 3, um, when, uh, Freddy carved into the chest of somebody, come and get him, bitch. (laughs) I think... Isn't it like the first one too? She gets like burned on her arm, like the the, yes. the girl in the opening scene. Uh, yes, but this one is uh, I, this is only saying this in regards to the the lettering, like something ah, yeah, is spelled yeah, yeah, out yeah, on yeah. the skin. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also this is <laughs> this okay? Here's another internal logic thing that really bothers me in this movie. Uh, you mentioned the whole thing about the rules and how they kind of break them later, so it kind of goes against that. But another thing they do that really kind of annoys me is like, okay, when they make the faces, the only person that can actually see that face is the person that's doing the truth or the dare, right? Right. Okay. So there's so many scenes where the person has their back to the person that could see them, and the face is like forming, and I'm like, well, who is that for? No one can see that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like there's not someone on the other side that would be able to, like, he wouldn't be able to see that face until they turn around. Yeah, no, it's just for the audience to know that, oh, it's their turn and there's the demon. Of course, he has to do the truth or dare. He does the truth and tells uh, Olivia, uh, I don't know how he kind of feels about her. Oh, yeah, he's Um, like, I I, I truly care about you. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I sometimes wonder what it'd be like to kiss you. (laughs) Yeah. This is where they, that, um, again, she starts putting more stuff together uh, and levels a an accusation at Penelope, calling her, what was it, a day-drinking day Penelope, uh, you know, that, that she deserves it or something along those lines. And my only note here is, what the fuck's wrong with day-drinking? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, I, I, yeah. No need to day-drink, shame. No, not at all. I mean, next thing you're going to need to, you're going to tell me that, you know, hiding alcohol around the place and so no one else knows where it's at except for you is indicative of a problem. <sighs> Get hey, what, bent. What are you going to say that uh, snorting cocaine off a hooker's ass is, uh, is a call, is a sign of like, oh, you have issues. Yeah, right. If I got a dime for every time I heard that. Ah, uh, fucking moral America at it again. Right. Just uh, on their soapbox. Uh,. Now we get around, does it's Marky's turn now? Tells her to, uh, she gets a text break message. Break her hand? Yeah, she yeah. really want her to break uh, Final Girl's hand. And she's like, I'm mad at you, but I'm not going to break your hand. She's like, do I break my fucking hand? Don't be a, are you a coward like your dad? And then that she just shatters her fucking hand. Because <laughs> she's like, what can I say to make her fucking do it? And that's, and, that's, that's what you go with. <laughs> and I'm sorry, was that a, like a contractor's or carpenter's hammer that they had in that house? It didn't look like one you'd have around the house. No, it looks like something who that somebody who's on a job doing construction would have in their tool belt, Aww. not just an under-the-sink hammer. Guarantee they were like, oh, fuck, we forgot they had a prop hammer. 
Jimmy, you got one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. So uh, uh, they're going to go take her to the doctor to get her all stitched up. And uh, uh, was it the gay? Yeah, the gay Asian guy, isn't it? Goes for uh, a snack at the vending machine. Mm. And when that thing's stuck, uh, I mean, it's a pain we've all felt before. <laughs> uh, but I actually, uh, on a side note, I I went to I went to university, uh, and one of the years I was there, a chap uh, died from having a vending machine fall on him. I thought the first time I saw this movie that that's where this was going. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, though. But. But he does get confronted by a naked old man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Who apparently is super into, like, outing dudes. Yeah, that was, okay, the, the. The the truth the truths that they get them to say and the dares even like go from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like they're all over the place. Yeah, check out the movie Thirteen Sins for a note on how you do that sort of thing, movie. But yeah, he tells him yeah, he tells him to come out to his dad, and then he does, and he does it off screen, of course. And then he comes in and he's like, hey, it went well. Yeah, it's good. Uh, he's like, well, your dad didn't know. The other guy's like, your dad didn't know you were gay. You have Beyonce. And he's like, everyone loves Beyonce. Maybe if I had, if I could go back in time, like Jason Bloom, the Time Lord, rewrite this and have it be two entities controlling the game one that gives good stuff and one that gives bad stuff, and you never know which one you're going to get. And then you would have a demon fight at the end. Right? Demon fight! Come on, hit your boys up there, Jason Bloom. We got some ideas. <laughs> uh, it seems that the last 50 pages of your script is just a description of the demon fight. Yes. Uh, yeah, because that should go on for conservatively half the movie. <laughs> and your point is, Mr. Bloom? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be more enjoy. It'll get a higher uh, critics and tomato rating uh, than your movie did. So I'm yeah. just saying that. Burn. <laughs> um, this is it's so, Tyson's turn now. I think, yes, I believe. it's Tyson's turn now. He's at his med school interview. The uh, the the secretary lady comes out uh, says you know his name. And he's like, let's do this. Gross. So gross. He's disgusting. And, and he checks out her ass, too, by the way. He's a fucking schmuck. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because not only does he do the gross, let's do this, checks out her butt, then when he goes into the interview, like a sociopath, lies, straight lies for no reason whatsoever other than, you know, to make himself look good. None of the things he's saying is uh, true. And to add to all that, uh, Nathan, he also sends a poop emoji to his friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, Just he's, he's clearly a monster. The worst. Yeah. Um. And not even the Patrick Stewart one. Yeah. I could forgive it if it had a delightful accent. Coming soon. Um. <laughs> yes. All right. So you get the truth or dare thing. He thinks that his friends uh put the lady doing the interview up to this mm, because that makes uh, total sense 100% because they know how who's going to be interviewing him and yeah. how to get a hold of her and a med school per- person would be like oh yeah I'll do that that'll be hilarious that's totally not unprofessional right <laughs> uh, he picks truth 
and she asks, how long have you been selling fake forged prescriptions? Of course, he thinks he's talking to his interviewer and lies, uh, to which the demon takes over his body, and then stabs, makes him stab himself with a pen in the eye. And then fucking chisels it further into his brain. <laughs> right. I was actually hoping when I first saw this that he was going to go full Pesci and just start jabbing himself in the neck. Ah, oh, been great. But PG-13. So Tyson is dead as fuck. And now everybody is on board with this thing being a real thing because they've all experienced it now. Oh, Nathan, I just want to mention at this point, I know we haven't really talked about it so far, but Penelope is drinking. Yes, from her hidden vodka stash. <laughs> With labeled, again, vodka. <laughs> vodka brand vodka. Because she's having a hard time with old Tyson being yeah. dead. Yeah. But but the rest of them are joining forces to get this sorted and find out about the other people who played this game before them. And so they're, it's team, it's the Millennial Seven. Or, oh my god. Um, six now at this the, point my favorite no, this is five. this is this no. is one of my favorite things in the movie they're searching for this guy a scary potter his name is carter and they search on facebook just carter usc yeah <laughs> and then because... and then marky one ups that by searching googling mexico truth or dare <laughs> Which would lead to all sorts of interesting pornography websites, right. I'm guessing. <laughs> There's no way she finds what she's looking for that quickly. <laughs> no. Oh, all these results are from Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> so they do uh, find the one of the folks who was associated to this first game uh, and decide uh, they're going to start messaging her. And this is where we find out, okay, this is where we came in mm-hmm. because they see the video of her torching that gas station. And, uh, of course, Mark is like, make a face, a, a fake account right. when you're messaging her because we don't want this to come back at us because they can't trace that sort of thing. No, never. No. They also see a surveillance video of the opening scene that we saw somehow yeah. has audio and yeah yeah most uh, most store video cameras don't have audio especially like a little convenience store like that well most of them don't at all simply because of uh wiretapping and audio rules mm-hmm. like you can set up a security camera but if it's got audio you have to get other clearances and stuff for it yeah so that's why a lot of like surveillance uh footage is just video mm-hmm. yeah so i thought that was kind of weird <laughs> yeah uh, and of course you know we um we get you know marky being a hard ass saying you know because olivia was like no and we need your help please come on help us and stuff and marky's like you know what i Fucking will go to your family's house and wait outside until the game dares me to burn them dead like ground. Kind of like Marky, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, cut, we're cutting back and forth at this point between them and uh, and Penelope. Oh, it's her turn. Right, it's her turn now. And uh, at one point, she she's washing her face in the sink, gets up to walk away, and the, the mirror image doesn't follow along with what she's doing and i immediately put that's uh, a better effect than the fateful findings one. <laughs> oh, it's close though <laughs> yeah and this is where we find out another rule that we weren't uh told of before uh they that uh penelope has to pick 
dare. Yeah, they're under some like two truths and a dare rule. Right. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Marky keeps, uh, she's uh, not Marky, but Penelope is forced to do a dare in that she has to walk around the edge of the house, the house's roof. Uh, while drinking a bottle of vodka until she finishes her bottle of vodka brand vodka. <laughs> yep, so everybody is like running around with a mattress following her. Uh, yep. Lucas runs up to catch her in case she falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he says at one point, literally, instead of don't look down, he says, don't look down at that fence. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't tell her about the fence. And... <laughs> Okay, and so they start, uh, we get a nice imagery with some wrought iron gates, which is always a good go-to for a horror. Mm. Uh, Olivia decides to crash the gates. Right. To, uh, so, they, so that if she does fall, she's not going to get impaled on them, which of course causes the house to shake, which almost makes her fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if they had just sat back and said, okay, Lucas is up there with her. She already has a pretty high tolerance for alcohol. She might be okay. Yeah. And so she finishes it, finishes the dare, falls, and of course they they catch her just in time. Uh and she then vomits. <laughs> okay? So, I have a question. If if she vomited um while she was drinking. I mean, she's drinking the bottle. The bottle's going into her the the liquid is but then she pukes it back up. That doesn't count as the dare being disqualified, does it? I don't think. Well, I don't know. I thought about that. I wondered that too because I thought like, when she puked, I thought she was just going to fucking die. Right, but she doesn't. So right. I just, I, we're putting a whole lot of thought into this for something as dumb as this movie. But I feel it needs to be answered because I think she could have got around this dare if she had taken just a couple of steps, chugged the whole fucking bottle, vomited, and then been done. Well, yeah, because I don't think there was a thing about how she had to go, like, doesn't matter what direction she walked or how fast she walked. And they don't get, they don't get into the the specifics as to whether how she should finish the bottle. If she has to finish the bottle, not drink, finish the <laughs> bottle, she could just pour that bottle out and say it's getting finished right now. If she hadn't have vomited, she would have died from alcohol poisoning. Uh, either way, right? Oh yeah. Well, that was her second full bottle of vodka. And I, I this is where you find out that the uh, the demon controlling this game is not the fairest of players. No. No. So they think this is where they finally get a hold of um, yes. this girl. Yes, they've they've tracked her down, and she regales them about how her and her friends went to party in an abandoned church, as one does. Yeah. Uh, and then started playing truth or dare after breaking open sacred canopic jars, as one does. <laughs> and then we find out that they created the rules for this game with the two truths and a dare. And then after all the effort they spent trying to save Penelope's life, she just gets fucking shot. <laughs> yeah, and but she's just chock full of vodka. How come her wound didn't self-clean? That too, and how come she is, like, sober as hell? Yeah, right? She is, like, completely clear-headed. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just I just find it funny that we went through like that 10 minute scene of like <laughs> her possible harrowing death and then like maybe Amazing. 5 minutes later just boom, done. Yeah. So they now they have the work cut out for them researching the mission. 
mm-hmm. or the oh, church that, where they partied at. Oh, and and that girl also kills herself too, by the way. Well, she doesn't. The um, the demon kills her because she fails to shoot Olivia. Uh, Olivia, because right. we find out that she had a truth or dare before they got there. And the dare obviously was to shoot Olivia. So they go back, and uh, Olivia is then accosted by a, a transient man who looks like William Sadler and Michael Roker had a baby. <laughs> and what a sexy baby it was. Right. <laughs> God so damn. they do the truth, truth or dare, truth or dare. We don't really find out what it is until he takes off, and she admits that he that the demon dared her to sleep with Lucas. Wouldn't it have been a great twist if that actually wasn't the dare? <laughs> <laughs> the dare was like the dare was like can you do the thumb trick that looks like it look you look like you're taking off your own thumb and she's like yeah no problem okay yeah. done oh the guys are coming uh no i totally have to fuck you lucas oh shit i guess that's the dare uh and she says that she picked dare uh because she knew that way they whoever was next to people could pick truth mm-hmm. and <laughs> marky get how noble like just the fucking shittiest dialogue in this movie and the most terrible lines yeah, at uh, at some points. I mean, we said obviously the actors are not great, but when you have to say lines like this, I mean, it's pretty hard to make any of this work. Well, this is uh this so so they have to fuck. Yes. And Marky is like, "Yeah, I'm not going to be here when this happens." Well, no shit. Get out of here. And actually, the the first thing I have to say is that uh, Lucas better hope that she's a righty because her <laughs> left hand is shattered. And there's no way he's getting a handy out of that. <laughs> well, I think they have to have sex. I don't think he's going to get a handy at all. Well, I mean, foreplay. I mean, oh, it's yeah. important, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. Because I, yeah, he does have to. He does have to give the D to save a life. They have the weirdest dialogue here too, because they're like making out, and then mm-hmm. and then she goes, "No, no, no! You're just doing this because of the dare." <sighs> no, you are just doing this because of the dare, because you have to. Oh, you have to. I don't. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. So are you. Like, what do you mean you're just doing this because of the dare? you like, this is, you have to, yes, you have to do it. You're saving your own life. And I, I'm sorry, is this not technically a rape scene? I mean, is it? They're both, like, they're both, they both do it. No, but they're both forced into doing it. Oh, I guess, well, I guess the demon is raping both of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and mid, uh, mid-coitus, oh, yeah. uh, the demon takes over Olivia uh, as she starts uh, choking Lucas, so we get to find out possibly if he's into auto rock asphyxiation, because he starts choking. She starts choking him, mm. and he has to do the the truth or dare. He picks truth, and uh, is forced to say, um, you know, that he actually loves Marky, right? Uh, although he cares deeply for Olivia, he just wants both. Which again. Brings to me to another point. They were mid-coitus. If they don't go to climax and completion, does the, the is it just the the act of penetration that counts in this situation? Dude, I thought the exact same thing. I said, that you better finish. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't. They don't. And I was like, I thought, no. yeah, I think the rest of the movie, they're actually ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laying down that theory right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So after the, he does that, we jump to Marky. You know, at one point, they all have to be, they all say to themselves, okay, well, we can't leave each other alone because, you know, the, and then they proceed to constantly leave each other alone so the demon can surprise them. Yeah, Marky's doing a lot of, uh, a lot of thinking about her dad. She keeps watching the same cell phone video of him making dinner. This is where we find out that the demon is just an extra, extra asshole-ish type of demon. Uh, like, just, he sucks super hard because he does the truth or dare. And I thought this was going to go with some results. It didn't. Uh, but he said, she said truth. And he was like, why do you keep the gun I used to kill myself? And she says, well, because sometimes I feel like using it. And he says, well, I think you should go get it. And I'm like, that's not how that works. It's a truth, not a dare. Also, um, would she be able to have that gun? I feel like that would that would have been seized. Well, it would have gone to it would have gone to evidence. Uh, but after everything was kind of cleared out and everything, it would then revert back to their personal property because there was no crime committed. Okay. Yeah. It just seemed like a weird detail. <laughs> yeah. So I think now we're going to Mexico. Yeah, we go to visit a nun. Uh, so they're told that they're going to have to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait uh, for the, um, you know, to see the lady who survived the first massacre that happened to the church. Because that's what they find out, that there was a massacre at the church and only one person survived it. Mm-hmm. And this is and just like exposition, exposition, like now, all is over she, the place. Okay. Is she a nun? I th- I thought she was like a student. She must have been because although at earlier points in the movie you see her ha- with a habit on. Oh wait, yeah. But maybe unless she, was, she didn't didn't take her full vows. I think she was maybe in training to be a nun. Kind of like uh, Vera Farmiga's sister in the Nun. Yes. Okay, but hadn't taken her vows. So that's how she ended up being this lady's uh, grandmother. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Does not. Yeah. Um, Nuns so, that fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's a movie about that. Uh, I've um, seen all three. <laughs> we. She gets to. They get to talk to her, or they get to get. They read to read from her, I guess, because mm-hmm. like you said, she explains everything uh, through handwritten notes. At first, you think it's because well, she took a vow of silence because you know nuns it's uh i want to know what she pays in books per month (laughs) to write all that (laughs) because she write and and not only that she writes them in like super huge uh handwritten uh notes they're not like scribbles on a page like you have I don't know, 30, 30 or so lines on a page and she uses every single line. No, she's like going like four or five lines at a time in big block letters. Yeah, not only that, but she also, like when we get to the point where she tells him that her tongue is cut out, she writes it on one piece of paper. It's like, that's just, just it's not environmentally friendly. Yeah, what was the sacrifice? Tongue! <laughs> and then she sticks out her like half tongue or whatever. And this is where... Uh, she gives because she had a backup jar for the the tongue sacrifice, as one does. Mm, you also gotta have a backup. And apparently, uh, it was designed by Ed Hardy. 
You see that skull on that thing, man? That was straight up 2000s skull design. It was pretty fashionable. Yeah. They they dive into the socials again, trying to find Carter, or Scary Potter, as we said. Mm. And they are united yet again as Millennial Team 6, or... Five. Nope, there's only there's four of them now. Four, yeah. Four. Millennial Team Four. <laughs> they started out as Millennial Team Seven. <laughs> it's not four <laughs> for much longer, Nathan, because no. Brad, the Gaijin, uh, yeah. gets a... Uh, or his dad shows up. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I gotta go talk to my dad. Nothing, well, nothing bad will happen. You guys just stay here. I'll be fine. <laughs> and, again, he was dying either way in this situation. Oh, yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. he he takes his dad's gun, and the dare is make your dad take his gun and make him beg for his life. Right. So either he's gonna get shot taking the gun because his dad's gonna be like, "Oh no, I don't think so." The gun's going off, or something along those lines. Or his dad's gonna arrest him because, well, you're my son, but you also tried to steal an officer's hand, uh, a sidearm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, if his dad's as straight arrow as as he says he is, is just going to end in him being arrested. Right. No, that doesn't happen. He gets shot by, I'm guessing it's his dad's partner? Yeah, I, okay, so I was confused at first, but I guess you see him, like, right at the beginning of that scene, just, uh, like, walking over being like, I'm going to go get a coffee, and then he comes back to, like, shoot him. Right. But if it's his partner, he would have said, oh, I'm going to go talk to my son, or he's probably talked about his son, and the guy's seen pictures of his son, so as he wouldn't just be like, quick drama, got LAPD, shoot him in the back while he's not looking, and save the day. Then again, this was a white officer, and his his son was a minority, so... <laughs> but so, so was his partner, so I don't... <laughs> was his, I thought his partner was a white dude. Well, no, no, his partner's white, but... The, and what I'm saying is that the, the, obviously the guy's dad is Asian, so if his mm. partner, like, he should have been able to put two and two together, and or or, or are you positing, Brendan, <laughs> that every LAPD officer of Caucasian uh, ethnicity is just like shoot the minority? Well, you know he was probably well, you know. <laughs> Or, or, you know, he was probably like, wait a minute, this one has a weapon. I think I can actually get away with this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on. Because... Just saying. Just Yeah, just saying. The whole time this is going on, uh, as we said, Olivia keeps picking Dare. And it's because she has a secret so, so bad that if it came out uh, to Marky, that it would just destroy her. It would crush her. She would just... It would be the end of her, right? So, of course, it comes around, and uh, she picks Dare, and fucking the demon, I dare you to tell the truth about this. Wait a second. Yeah, dare, dared to a truth? That's fucking lame. That's like what somebody does at like a truth or dare party when you're younger, when someone, and then somebody else pipes in and is like, you can't do that. Yeah, and that's why there should have been another demon entity to go, ah, uh, 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 you can't do that. That's not fair. <laughs> that would have been great. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, uh. I don't think you could do that. <laughs> what do you mean? That goes against the rules. <laughs> we have to We have to endure uh, Olivia telling Marky about how uh, her dad uh, basically uh, sexually accosted her on the night that he killed himself, and... Uh, uh, because uh, 
uh, Olivia was going to tell uh, Marky and everybody else who would listen what he did. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we're getting at is that um, uh, Marky's dad pulled an Epstein. Didn't want to go to jail or get in trouble for it, so he yeah. killed himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, in that yeah. sense, yes. I was going to say, he's not nearly as bad as Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't mean that part. Okay, I just meant okay, the right, end right. part. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Or did he? Dun, dun, dun. Let's not, okay? Let's not. Dun, dun, dun. Save that for your other podcast. <laughs> what were they, conspiring? No, no, for conspiring in country. Oh, <laughs> I like it. This is, And now we get to find out that Carter's name, Scary uh, Potter, is his real name is Sam. Mm. Sam Meehan. Wait, what? That was his last name? Sam Meehan, oh but it sounds the way they say it. It's almost like they're saying like Sam Meem, <laughs> as in Sam I am. Because they get they all get taken to the uh, the police station for interviews because of what happened with uh, their gay Asian friend, mm. and uh, uh, Bald Cop, uh, the new series that's premiering on Fox this fall, <laughs> tells them that this has happened before. Do you know any of these people or do you know this person? And this is where they find out, oh, that's that's Carter. But yeah. Olivia doesn't say anything. Oh, no, I don't know him. He just, uh, uh, the, the girl had mentioned him before. She's, yeah, she's like, um, I could really use drink of water. And then he turns around, she just fucking snaps a picture of all his like address and shit. Yeah. And then she's like, uh, you know what? I'm not talking to you now. Bye. <laughs> Watch One Tree Hill this Saturday, 7 Central. <laughs> Marky has, has gone ahead and gotten her gun. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where they're going to start uh, forming a plan to get Sam or Carter or Scary Potter uh, to go along with their plan to do the ritual that the nun uh, gave them to do so they could stop this whole thing. Because the only person who can stop it is the person who broke open the uh, jar that contained the original sacrifice. Everybody got all that? Everybody got all that? Okay, okay, cool. Because we get another point where I'm like, fuck you, movie, and your force cool. Because uh, they find Sam, and he's just hiding in a tinfoil sealed room, uh, so nothing can get in, nothing can get out, and he's just going to wait it out and die, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they pull a gun. They get the gun, and they pull it on him, and she goes, go ahead, try something. I dare you. Yeah. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I also I also wrote down, like, if I'm American Daniel, if I'm Scary Potter, American Daniel Radcliffe, whatever, yeah. um, at this point, and they pull the gun on me, I'm like, I'll be, I'm just like, shoot me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do I be, care? It's going to be less painful than the demon. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you gotta do, I guess. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. And we we head on back to the uh, head on back to the, the haunted abandoned mission for a seance. They go back and forth to Mexico like three times in this movie. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, getting across the the border into Mexico is considerably easier than getting across the border from Canada into the U.S. Which you wouldn't think so with certain people in power, right? Soapbox. Yeah. That was seeing power at that time. I think 2000, it was. Oh, yeah, 2018. 
Was it? This isn't 2018 movie. Is oh it? yeah, it's last year. Jeez, it seems like it was so much longer ago that I saw this. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I think it was. I think it was like January of last year. So I think it was right at the beginning. I saw it at the drive-in. Hmm, I don't know. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I'll look it up later. It was 2018 um, for sure, though. Yeah. Uh, so that of course they they start playing Truth or Dare again, and they someone picks Dare. Uh, Lucas picks Lucas, Dare, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. why would you pick Dare? Because Scary Potter had already read the incantation, like, what, five times at that point? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there were only two more that needed to go, and he cut his, and he would have to cut his tongue out. Because that's how they're going to seal this thing. Yep. Uh, all he had to do was say Dare, and take, uh, sorry, Truth, rather, and just take a really long time saying the truth. Because then they could get him to finish his incantation, cut his tongue out, seal the jar, boom, done. They're back in uh, Arizona or wherever the hell they're, they're, California, enjoying mojitos, except for Scary Potter, because he doesn't have a tongue anymore. <laughs> I just want to pipe in here, too, and say April 13th, 2018. Okay, yeah. So that, I did see it. At, I would have seen it at the drive-in just at the very beginning of the summer then. Yep. Okay. Um, do, 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 as most people who are white and don't know where they're at say. <laughs> so yeah, Lucas, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas's dare is he has to, he has to kill either Olivia or Marky. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to walk away and like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go die. And yeah. they, ha- him and Marky have their farewell and have the tamest, like no chemistry whatsoever kiss I've yeah. ever seen. It's just like. I, I've seen more passion in a Neil Breen kiss. I have right now just written out as my note one long boo because none of this makes any sense and this farewell scene with them is just so trite and cliched. Yep. So the demon and, takes over Lucas and stabs Scary Potter. Yep. And then like shoots himself (laughs) and this is this is i guess this is one of the things that bothered me too and i felt this was this was some some horse shit because as the demon at the time as the demon the only person you should be able to kill if they're following by the rules is the person who has failed to do the truth or dare Mm -hmm. but no he takes the gun stabs scary potter and then has Lucas kill himself? Which that's some cheating. That's horseshit right there. Again, they need the they need the they need uh, Glenda the Good Witch on the other side of this, right? Just to be like, nope, referee flag has been thrown. <laughs> I am a good fairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So now that they're screwed because yep. the uh, now, and I guess, I guess again, this is the thing that that kind of gets me is that. He'd already said the incantation and started cutting his tongue off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why couldn't they have just, like, clipped the rest of his tongue and thrown it in? Give it a shot to see if it worked. You miss you miss every shot you take. I'm just saying. Let's, let's, uh, let's ask Brent. Oh, what do you think of it, Brent? Plot! Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. No, it doesn't, because this movie is garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Brent, you were wrong this time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this is so their 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 big thing here is uh, she says, okay, listen, he's gonna dare you to do something. Just pick dare, and then just don't do it. Trust me. Yeah, like she tells Marky. Yeah, 
And so Marky is there to uh, to shoot Olivia. Mm-hmm. And Olivia's like, don't do it. But then Mar- the demon takes over Marky. And again, this is some horse shit, like you were saying, because the demon takes over Marky and Marky try- still tries to shoot Olivia. Okay. And shoots Olivia. And shoots Olivia. Grazes her to it. Quick think, and Olivia goes, ah, dare completed. Truth or dare, uh, a name that I can't remember right now. <laughs> it's like Calyx or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a name that's going to be a legitimately popular name in probably about 10 years. <laughs> oh, oh, everybody's going to name their kids? Like, yeah, well, like, like kind of like... Uh, like Caleb was is a big one uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of started coming around. Uh, Caden as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know like two or three people that have kids with the with that name, and uh, yeah, it's just it's gonna be oh Calyx. I like the sound of that. Oh, you like the sound of the sociopathic murdering demon from Truth or Dare? You're gonna name your kid after that? Yes, I think so. Best of luck. We're not friends anymore. Well, thank you so much, Nathan. I'll be over. I'll be over next weekend. Yeah. Um. So, this is her plan. Oh boy. Uh, truth or dare. Um. And the, the she the, he picks truth, and she says, "How do we get out of this game alive?" The and demon like, says, "The game will never end." And you know, I feel that the demon should have had to kill itself at that point. Mm-hmm. Because there, I mean, there could have been ways for them to get out of that alive. They may have had to have been in a persistent vegetative state for the rest of their lives, but they would still be alive and out of the game. But again, this demon, he don't play by the rules. This ain't your daddy's demon. Yes. And um, so... Olivia's like, okay, well, there's no way of us getting out of this alive. Uh, I guess we're going to... that you, You'd think she's going to say we're going to have to kill ourselves. Mm. She doesn't. She just throws all of her, uh, you know, love for her fellow man and humanity to the side and invites every single person who subscribes to her YouTube channel because, you know, she must have millions. Yeah. <sighs> to the game, truth or dare, and we get all these shots from around the world one of the worst fucking yeah. green, green screens of yes. London. Yes. Oh, that was terrible. That was so bad. Yeah. That was Fateful Findings level. Yes, it was. <laughs> and uh, so she says, you're watching. I am terribly sorry. These are all the rules, but truth or dare. And then we see the demon uh, in uh, just shows up uh, for a brief second with the face. So we know that it's there. Again, it's not for anybody else because the person who's going about to get truth or dared is looking at a computer screen. <sighs> I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> and then we cut to the credits, uh, to the credit song "Champion of Love." Mm. No comeuppance at the end. Nope. Uh, bothers me every single time now because it's mean... so. Such a terribly cliched thing to do. At the very least, it didn't do the thing that annoys me even more, where the main characters just fucking get murdered and the, like that's the end. Yeah. So, but yeah, this this bullshit. I mean, it means they couldn't come up with an ending, basically. Yeah. So Nathan, uh, I'm I'm sure uh, I'm waiting for your glowing review here. So you're gonna recommend Truth or Dare to the folks out there? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's you skip this one. It's a Blumhouse one, but don't be fooled. Even if you're a genre fan, it's not very good. I 
I actually thought that Happy Death Day was going to be, uh, like, it was going to be on par with this. It was better than this. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun in the right kind of way. This movie is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and for a movie that's just, like, it should just be a dumb horror movie, um, it goes to a lot of topics that I felt were, like, not earned by this movie at all. Shoehorned. Shoehorned in. Yeah, just, like, really, like, dark stuff. And I'm like, you you did not earn this movie. No. Um, So I'm going to say a big fat no. 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 Oh, no. 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 No, 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 no. As as uh, I was watching this and the credits were rolling, I started writing out uh, my, you know, my haiku, my low haiku for what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm writing it, trying to figure out like the right 17 syllables, there's a there is a uh, there's a sound cue stinger at the end of the credits, just like at the end of the credits for the first It movie where you hear Pennywise <laughs> laughing. Yeah. The, you get the truth or dare. Uh, I know. Yep. Oh, what was the thing you were going to tell me? Oh, you had said, uh, because we had talked, uh, you talked about Bloomhouse uh, putting everything together like a big Justice League, but of their Conjuring verse. Mm-hmm. They kind of, it feels like they kind of started or trying to start to do that with the latest Annabelle movie. Oh, yeah, well, with those movies, but I'm talking about, like, every Bloomhouse movie. <laughs> well, who's to say that they don't try to do that? That'd be I crazy. I mean, again, like I said, this fits the Conjuring verse mm-hmm. to a T as far as subject matter goes. I don't think they could do it with Ma. No, but there's no uh, there's no supernatural element to it. Yeah, that was kind of refreshing, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I was I was worried about that. I was like, oh, she turns out to be a fucking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. So that's truth or dare, folks. Uh, we are going to take a brief break to regroup from this wonderful film, and we'll be right back. What were they thinking? What were they thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they thinking? And we're back. Yes, we are back. Um, Nathan... Uh, yes, Brendan. I think it's time for the low haiku. Yes, the low haiku. 17 perfectly placed syllables to represent a movie that we really shouldn't have watched. <laughs> like a lot of weeks. <laughs> uh, 
I feel that uh, this one deserves it more so. Uh, we have done mm. ones that we totally should have watched, but mm. this one is not one of them. No, not every not week, not, but uh, a good number of them. Yes. Mm. All right. Well, this was your pick, so you can go. You can choose to go first or second. I will. I will take the lead on this. Okay. Weak sauce, Momo face. Blumhouse, not infallible. Hey, where's Madonna? Thank you. Thank you. I had the same question. I didn't see her anywhere. Right? Maybe she made all those smiles for them. Uh, well, at the very least, that's kind of what her face looks like now. Very true. Shout out to Madonna. And her plastic surgery disasters. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Truth or dare, they say, as the CGI smile forms, scary as old dogs. Very good, very good. And, uh... Okay, I'm out, I'm out. We're back. Truth or dare, Nathan. I don't want to play. Oh, this is awkward. Uh... Okay, well, uh, uh... But once you're asked, you're in. That's how it works. Yeah, you kind of have to go with it? No, no. Okay, well, how about then, uh, uh, you, you guys talked about this movie, but what do you always say? Uh, well, we always say... Don't take a word for us! Nathan, this took a shit kicking. <laughs> oh boy, howdy this. It's one of these, uh, I wouldn't say rare, but I feel like it doesn't happen too often, but it's one of these movies that the critics and the audience are just about lined up on. Oh, they are on the same page, 100% almost. Rotten Tomatoes, we uh, we got the critic score of a whopping 16%, <laughs> and the mm-hmm. audience score of a whopping 22%. So let's take a look at some critics' reviews here. So first up, we got Joshua Rothkopf of Time Out. He says, Those brief bits of digitally inserted spookiness are the only glints of interest in a plot that otherwise makes more Mexican border crossings than an alarmist Trump speech. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, Edward Porter from The Times UK says... The film's not so much a horror show as it's a soap opera with a high mortality rate. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yep. it is very soap opera. Yes. Uh, Chuck Wilson of The Village Voice says, uh, Horror fans trust Bloomhouse, so why waste the brand on a flick as lame as truth or dare? Do, do, you, do you think that the, the village people stopped doing music so they could open? They start doing the village voice. Wait, are you saying that didn't happen? I don't believe so, no. Fuck! But Charlotte O'Sullivan from the London Evening Standard says, hmm. It's mostly pants with a haunted church that must have cost about $5 to assemble and a stinky performance from Teen Wolf cutie Tyler Posey. <laughs> oh, I love that she used pants. <laughs> Yes. This one is real uh, real straightforward and to the point. Dan Mural from Screen Junkies just says, A Final Destination knockoff. 
Yeah, kind of. Kind yeah. of is, yeah, sort of. They, there's the whole going in order, that sort of stuff. Mm. So there's rules, so it's got rules to it. It's very, like, it very much plays on that same kind of idea, I think. Uh, yes. Mm. Elma Lasik of uh, Little White Lies, uh, she apparently had some eye surgery done. Uh, by the sounds of it, uh, writes, though the film provides none of the thrills expected, it's undeniably amusing, if only in an absurd, utterly mind-boggling way. Damn. Yeah. Is that a positive review? That's a, They're all negative. I oh, can't, okay. I'm not, I'm having a hard time finding positives. Um, should we go into the doldrums? Might as well, let's, because let's, they doesn't look like they have anything nice to say about this either. Let's drain the swamp. Stop it. <laughs> uh, my first one is a five-star review, Nathan. It's from Jamali M. Okay. And uh, he or she says, I really enjoyed the graphics and twists. Five stars. Okay. Well, Stuart R. gave it a half a star. So half a star from Stuart R. Mm. Actually, he, he, I guess he had to put a star rating in so he could write this because he wrote zero out of ten. I don't think horror movies get much worse than this. Uh, Jaden O says uh, four and a half stars. He says, I'm rating this pretty good because I enjoyed it, but, but it lost half because of its ending, but I enjoyed this film. Question mark? Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll read this too oh quick because it's really short here. Carlos okay. B gives it five stars. And he says, there's nothing to see at the moment I think was okay for popcorn. <laughs> Well, Alicia C., uh, she had a different take on it. Uh, she wrote, I really liked it. I was freaked out and wondering what would happen next. Good movie. I don't know where, why. I don't know if she, I don't think she saw the movie that we saw. Was that supposed to be for Madonna's Truth or Dare? Maybe. <laughs> I was freaked out. <laughs> it really scared me. Um, this is from uh, Natalie D., and she says, Okay, this movie is honestly one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Oh I watched it twice already, and I'm still not bored of it. My sister, who is 17 years old, has not been scared of any of the horror movies she's watched, and she's watched so many you can't even imagine. For example, The Conjuring series, The Ring, It, Evil Dead, and she was scared of this one, and that proves a lot. This is the best horror movie I've seen in my entire life. Keep it up, Bloomhouse. I have, I have no words. Five stars. <laughs> Every single movie she mentioned that her sister had seen is heads and shoulders above this movie. <laughs> Although she did write The Ring slash Rings. <laughs> Still better than this movie. Ooh, I don't know. I do. The the one where they use like video cameras or like uh, technology. They have the underground fucking ring thing going on. You know what? Uh, yes. I'm going out on a limb and saying Ooh, yes. All right. This movie was garbage, man. In fact, uh, someone who didn't even leave a name because they were that ashamed to let people know that they took time to watch this movie <laughs> gave it one and a half stars, says, interesting concept, but I just don't feel it worked, and it ended in a stupid way. Also, very slow moving. Found myself looking at the time often. Was that from Brent? 
I don't know. Again, they didn't leave it because they were too ashamed to say that they took the time to watch it. <laughs> I just know Brenda has a uh, does a whole like I look at the t- I looked at the time four times during this movie, so I figured it might have been him. <laughs> well, it's I've done it a few times uh, for some movies, just like because it's like Christ, there's another hour left of this. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I got one more here. It's a five star review from Mace O. It says this film is the epitome of an instant classic. From the film score to the great performance from Lucy Hale, this is a must-see and, if possible, a must-buy on Blu-ray. The screenwriting is both exciting and refreshing, seeing the previous works coming from Bloomhouse. I don't know what that means. I feel confident in recommending this movie to horror fans of all ages, assuming you can handle the spine-tingling scares it will most definitely deliver. Uh, well, I got this one here, one and a half stars, mm-hmm. ENG, took a different, uh, view on this film. Uh, Truth or Dare was a cookie cutter horror slash thriller with nothing interesting or unique in the slightest. Although jump scares have, of course, been overplayed in horror. Bam, five stars, wow. One and a half. <laughs> I know. So I guess before we move forward any any uh, further with plugs and whatnot and Montrose coming in, I'm going to give us a little hint for next week. Okay. Uh, Schlocktober continues next week, and uh, I'm just going to say, wait, it's the it's the same director from the first one? Okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so uh, Montrose, Montrose there. Yes, he is. Okay, well, come on in, Montrose. Say your piece. Hello, it's your good friend Montrose Monkington III here, and I am considerably better than Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare. I say that without any sort of fear of reprisal, as I believe it to be a universal fact. Uh, come check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, I've recently gotten back from a trip to Ottawa, uh, so there should be some videos up soon uh, of that uh, delightful time, along with some some fun pictures I took while I was there. Uh, you can also head on over to Facebook, uh, join the group Montrose Milkington the Third Esquire and Friends, uh, and you can message me there or, or post and whatnot. Uh, and finally, if brevity is the soul of your wit, uh, you can contain it to uh, a, a few characters. Uh, head over to Twitter, where you can follow me on Twitter at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. Thank you. Or later. Thank you, Montrose. Welcome. Thank you, Montrose. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, thanks. God damn it, I'll never win. Well, he's he's British, you see. Uh, well, <clears throat> you can also find us, Nathan. You can find us. You can find us on all the podcatchers. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can search for us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. We are also on T Public and Redbubble. Just search for us. We will be there, I assure you. And, yeah. So, I guess... To cap this one off, I just have a uh, few questions for you. Okay. Well, Nathan, this is a, this is a this is not the Madonna movie. 
right? No. Okay. So it's a movie where people have really weird plastic looking evil smiles, right? Right. Where mm-hmm. their skin looks all messed up. Yes. But Madonna's not in this movie. Right. And it's a movie where people play truth or dare mm-hmm. to deadly results. Right. And it's not the Madonna movie. Right. And it's a movie where... Are you sure this isn't the Madonna movie? Positive. What was I thinking? Come on, girls. You believe in love? Because I got something to say about it. And it goes something like this. yourself scrolling through the recommended movies on streaming services and wondering if any of those are worth your time, I'm here to help. Hi, I'm Erica, host of Customers Also Watched, a podcast about movies on Amazon Prime. I started with one movie from my own watch list, and from there, each episode, I grab a friend or two, and we discuss a movie from the Customers Also Watch list of the previous episode's movie. Follow on Twitter at CAW Podcast, and Facebook or Instagram under Customers Also Watched. Available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. See you down the rabbit hole. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love good movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-last plot holes of gratuitous movies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy At Hey everyone, it's Chris and Mike from The Recasting Couch, the podcast where we take our favorite movies and discuss what they would be like with new actors in all the lead roles. Hey Mike, tell them where they can find us on social media. You can find our website at therecastingcouch.com or on Twitter at RecastingPod. And of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Android, or anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. Yeah, if there's a service that's not posting our pod, you let us know and we will rectify that immediately. Damn right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody.